and welcome to another edition of the UK Law Weekly Podcast with me, your host, Marcus Cleaver. This week we are going to be looking at the case of Molesdale and Commissioners for HMRC. The citation for this case is 2023 UKSC 12. And this case that we're looking at this week is a bit of a complicated entry into VAT law, but essentially it comes down to whether the appellant, Mr Molesdale of Molesdale Properties, should have charged VAT on the sale of a property. Normally sales of land are exempt from VAT, but paragraph 1 of Schedule 10 to the VAT Act from 1994 gives the option to tax transactions relating to pieces of land. When that option is exercised, VAT must be charged and accounted for to HMRC. On the other hand, there is also paragraphs 12 to 17 of the same schedule, which provide for the compulsory disapplication of an option to tax in certain circumstances. When the option is disapplied, the sale goes back to the default of being exempt from VAT. The property in question in this case was bought by Molesdale in 2001, and VAT was added to the purchase price because the seller exercised the option to tax the land on which the building was built. Molesdale then exercised an option to tax the land himself, and at this point you might be wondering why people are choosing to pay VAT when they don't have to. The reason is that it enabled Molesdale to claim back the input VAT he had paid from HMRC. Moving forward in time now, and Molesdale sold the property in 2014 to a company that was not VAT registered, and he did not add VAT to the purchase price. He argued that the option to charge VAT was disapplied under Schedule 10, and so the sale was exempt from VAT. HMRC disagreed with that assessment, and instead argued that the sale was not exempt, VAT should have been charged, and then accounted for to HMRC. Melsdale's case failed in the lower courts, and so he now appeals to the Supreme Court, which is where we pick things up. The justices began by noting that the case turns on whether Molesdale is a developer within the meaning of paragraphs 12 to 17 of Schedule 10 to the VAT Act 1994. The problem when it comes to statutory interpretation is that because of the way that schedule is drafted, it is not clear whether Molesdale is a developer or not. On the one hand, if he did intend or expect the purchaser to pay VAT on the sale, then Molesdale is a developer and the option to pay VAT is disapplied under paragraph 12.1. On the other hand, if he did not intend or expect the purchaser to pay VAT, then Molesdale would not fall within the definition of a developer, and the option to tax would apply, meaning the sale is subject to VAT. If you bear with me on this, there is a contradiction, in the sense that if Molesdale does charge VAT, then he is a developer of the land, and VAT is not payable. Conversely, if Molesdale does not charge VAT, then all of a sudden he is not a developer of the land, and he should charge VAT. It's really a catch-22 situation, and both sides in these proceedings presented their own proposed solutions. Molesdale argued in favour of a broader interpretation so that, because he exercised the option to pay tax, he did intend or expect the purchaser to pay VAT. For him, this is where the inquiry should stop, and so because he has the expectation that the purchaser would pay VAT, he is classed as a developer under Schedule 10 and is right not to charge VAT. In other words, the circularity is cut short, 
by not going on to consider the disapplication of the option to tax after concluding that the sale is exempt. On the other side of things, HMRC put forward a more narrow construction, whereby in order to decide whether or not VAT should be charged on the sale, the relevant intention or expectation as to whether the purchaser would pay VAT must be an intention or expectation about incurring VAT on some other cost that is different from the price of the building itself. This would ultimately mean that Molesdale should have charged VAT and accounted for it to HMRC. And this was the interpretation that the Supreme Court ended up agreeing with. The aim of the legislation is to allow businesses to recover input tax, and the interpretation provided by Molesdale would defeat that purpose because it would give him the option to tax the land so long as it was favourable to him, but then decline that option if it was not. Overall, I am inclined to agree with this decision, as Molesdale's interpretation would have allowed him to have his cake and eat it. Meanwhile, the view shared by the Justices and HMRC is much more in line with the intention of Parliament, and is more effective for both business and tax collection in general. This case also highlights the importance of accurate drafting. Of course, it is not always possible to account for all scenarios, but a circularity such as the one seen in this case should be avoidable. Well, thank you very much for tuning into this podcast, and thanks as ever to bensound.com, who provide the theme music. Quick reminder before we go that if you would like to support the podcast and help to keep ad-free, then you can subscribe to my newsletter and earn yourself some nice perks including more content from me each week and a free ebook on how to answer essay questions on a law degree. If that sounds like something you're interested in, then check out the link in the description to this podcast episode. Anyway, I hope you all had a wonderful Easter and long weekend. I'll be back with another episode next week, but for now, bye!